Well, hello again, everyone. This is Nurse Mo, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm so, so, so happy that you are here. This is episode 132, and today we're talking about starting nursing school and some things that you can do, and basically just how excited I am for all of you that got your acceptance letters. I totally remember how exciting that felt and how completely pumped I was to do all I could in that crucial time period after I finished my final classes of my prereqs before I started school. So I'm just so excited for you guys, and I can't wait to share some of my best tips with you in this episode. Before we do that, I do want to take a moment to do a quick listener shout out to Tia Marie, and she says, thank you. I just finished an accelerated BSN during the pandemic, and I'm so glad a fellow student recommended your podcast to me first semester. I listened to your podcast and utilized your planning during my program and can't recommend it enough. It's also amazing for NCLEX prep. I passed first time 60 questions and honestly was listening to a pod quiz on my drive to the testing center. I am just starting my very first nursing job and continue to listen to your podcast while walking my dog and doing chores around the house. I worked full time during nursing school and being able to study while commuting or doing things around the house was incredibly beneficial. Thank you, Nurse Mo. Well, I just want to say thank you right back to you and a huge congratulations for finishing your program, passing the NCLEX, getting your license, and I wish you the very best of luck as you embark on this exciting and very rewarding career. Okay, you guys, so a lot of you are brand new nursing students about to start, and I'm so, so excited for you guys. I have been mentoring nursing students for many years now, and I've seen Sadly, how some students will get absolutely blindsided by the realities of nursing school. And it's not that they're not really talented, really smart, really dedicated students. You are all very bright, very dedicated. Most nursing students are such high achievers and You wouldn't be in the nursing program if you weren't. So I absolutely believe that every single one of you have what it takes to thrive in nursing school. The challenge that students face is that nursing school is so, so different from your prerequisite courses. And there are a lot of big adjustments that need to be made. And the sooner you can make those adjustments, the sooner you're going to get into your groove and really start enjoying and thriving in nursing school. So let's break this down into the key things that you can do from now until your first day of school. Are you ready? Let's do this. So the first thing we're going to do is we are going to get ourselves organized. You guys know how much I thrive on good organization. So good organization Superior time management are the two factors that can honestly make or break your ability to succeed in nursing school. So this can be especially challenging for students who have kids, are caregivers for others in their family, have a job, or even both. In that case, the need to be organized and have really good time management is magnitude 
of 10. You guys, it's going to be even more crucial for you. You absolutely must be organized if you're going to succeed. So how we start this is we start by organizing our environment, basically our home environment, and then it will culminate in organizing our schedule right before classes start when we kind of have more of an idea of what our weekly schedule looks like. This is a really precious time period, and if you guys use it wisely, it will pay off later. I absolutely promise. So you're going to do things like clean your house really, really well because you probably aren't going to get a chance to really do another deep clean for a while. So get it to a place where it only takes a little bit of maintenance every day or every week to keep it up to, you know, a decent level. Start by getting rid of clutter. You'd be amazed at how much more spacious your mind feels when there's less clutter in your environment. And you guys are going to need a lot of space in your mind because you're going to be filling it up with nursing facts. So get rid of clutter, scrub the heck out of the bathroom tile, clean out the kitchen cabinets, just get everything running smoothly, get everything spotless. So basically it can ride for a few months, like I said, without another deep clean. And again, having that space organized, having your environment clutter free really helps free up your mind to accept new information. And then once you get your syllabus for each class, and that might not be until a couple of days before classes start, then you're going to start really planning out and scheduling your time. So, you know, you'll start with things like putting all those big dates in your planner. This would be your exams, your big projects, important deadlines. And then what I want you to do before classes start, I'm not saying plan out every week of the semester, but plan out that first week. I always want you just looking basically one week ahead. Unless, of course, you're looking at a really big project that requires several weeks of effort. You absolutely want to know kind of where those things fall. But look at each week and plan things out. And if you are enrolled in my Crucial Concepts Boot Camp class, we actually do a live workshop before the start of every semester. And I, I try to pick a date that's before most students are starting. It's not always exact, which is why it is available recorded. But we do a live workshop at this time where we, as a group, together, we get all of our paperwork together. We organize our schedules. We get our binders set up. We get our systems in place. We look at how to organize our computer files so that we can find things easily and access them. So I go through all of that with you in a live workshop if you're in my boot camp. So if you're not in the boot camp yet, that's a really good reason right there to enroll. So when you're looking at your weekly schedule, the first thing that I want you guys to do is just block off time for each of those big commitments. So let's say you've got an online lecture from 8 to 11 every Monday. Block out that time and then go through all of your things that you have to do at a certain time and get them on there and then start putting in all the things that you need to do but you're responsible for doing them on your own schedule get those in there just because your instructor doesn't say you have to do something at a certain time doesn't mean that you should not put it on your calendars you should absolutely schedule time for things like that and then I want you to schedule your non-negotiables your family dinners your exercise your 
time at the gym, whatever it may be. I really want for you guys to have good balance in your life so that school isn't 100% of everything you do. It's probably going to be about 85% of everything you do, but any more than that, and you face a huge risk of burning out, suffering, losing your joy, and losing your motivation. Okay, so we're going to get ourselves super organized. We're going to get our homes sparkling clean. We're going to get rid of the clutter. It's going to be fantastic. The next thing that we're going to do to get ready for nursing school, and this is one of my favorite things to do, is to really dial in our study space. I call it my study sanctuary. Even though I'm not in school anymore, I have, you know, my office space is kind of my sanctuary. I make it a very enjoyable place to be. So you need to create some kind of a space in your home for studying and doing schoolwork. So this could be a room all of its own. It could be a part of your bedroom. It could be a corner of the dining room table. Whatever it is, make it your own and make it work for you. So claim that space and dedicate it to doing your schoolwork so that you don't have to pull out everything every time you want to sit down to study. Everything is already there for you. So I'm not saying you need to spend a lot of money, but do make sure that you've got, you know, a comfortable chair, something where you're not hunching over or using poor ergonomics. Make sure that you've got some good lighting and some basic equipment like, you know, your computer, your speakers if you're using them, your noise-canceling headphones if you're using them, your pens, your paper, your notebooks, all of that. And then once you've got all of those necessities dialed in, I want you to do one thing in that space to make it uniquely you, something that makes you happy. Maybe it's a delicious smelling candle. Maybe it's a comfortable pillow that you put on your chair for your lower back support. Maybe it's a picture of your kids, a picture of your cat, a colorful rug, whatever, a house plant, whatever it is, something that makes you feel cozy and like it's an inviting, welcoming space because you are going to be spending a lot of time there and let's make it enjoyable. Okay. All right. So the next thing that we're going to do to get ourselves ready for nursing school is we're going to get a system together for all of the paperwork that we have. Whether you are committing to going all digital baby, or if you're a paper person, you like to print things out, hold it in your hands and touch it. Having a system in place before classes start is going to help you immensely. You're not going to have time to develop an organizational system when you're in the thick of nursing school, okay? So get that system in place ahead of time. And the goal is have a system so that whatever piece of paper, whatever document, piece of information, whatever it is, Have a system in place so that when you need to access that item, you can get to it quickly. Like I'm talking less than a minute, like get to it quickly. Say goodbye to the days of frantically searching in 10 places for one piece of information. Okay, so we're going to have systems in place. And again, this is something that I talk you through in my live workshop and in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. So if you're completely lost and have no idea how to do something like that, that would be a good reason for you to consider enrolling in the course because I have some really good tips for you guys. So let's talk next about 
developing some habits that are really going to set us up for a balanced life. So I know a lot of you guys are on social media. Maybe you're in like a a message board, like allnurses.com or what have you, and you're reading messages from students, especially for semester students who have been kind of blindsided by the realities of nursing school. And you're seeing messages about how it takes over every aspect of your life. There's no time for self-care. There's no time for friends. There's no time for family, etc. So I don't want you to look at somebody else's experience and automatically think that it's going to be your own, okay? I was just on my Facebook group for my boot camp and one of the students was saying she takes every single Friday to dedicate to herself and her family. And I just thought that was fantastic. She goes to classes Monday through Thursday, works hard, does her schoolwork, dedicates Monday through Thursday 100% to school, takes Friday for herself and her family and her well-being, and then is back and doing homework and studying over the weekend. That, for her, was a perfect way to have balance in her life. So I want you guys to start thinking about the fact that this is possible. It can be your story. And I so much want it to be. So one of the things that we do that I advocate for is a morning ritual, some kind of morning routine that's going to set you up for a successful day. So why don't you take a few minutes when you're done listening to this episode or when you get to your destination, I don't want you writing things down if you're driving, but take a few minutes and jot down those things that you can do before the day begins, things that can set you up for a positive day. So for example, maybe it's spending 10 minutes in prayer or meditation. Maybe it's journaling for 10 or 15 minutes. Maybe it's getting the family together in the same room and having breakfast together. Maybe it's getting the dog and going out for a run or a walk. Whatever those things are, they're going to be unique to you. So really think about what they are and what they could be to really set you up for having a good day. And I'm not saying your morning ritual has to be this complicated thing. And I'm going to talk a lot more about it in another podcast episode. But let me just real quickly tell you what my morning ritual looks like. So I get my coffee started and I feed the cat. So Oliver gets his breakfast before I even get my breakfast, you guys. I take my supplements. I start drinking my water. I like to drink a good amount of water first thing in the day. And then I I exercise for 30 to 45 minutes, usually closer to the 30 minutes, to be honest. And then I shower and get ready. And then I'm ready to start my day. I'm already exercised. I'm caffeinated. I'm beautified. Oliver's fed. I am good to go. When I start my day like that, I have a much better day. So I want you guys to think about that as well. And then I want you guys to look at your schedule between now and the time school starts and think about some days or hours that you could commit to doing some review. I really want you to review some core content before school 
starts. So I know that if you are like most nursing students, then you want to hit the ground running as soon as classes start and you really, really want to do well. So using this time before classes begin to review a few things is really going to help you understand some nursing concepts, especially if it's been a little bit since you took anatomy and physiology. So take a little... uh, moment to write these down, or you can just check the show notes. I will link to them as well. But I want you to review cardiac physiology. So if you know the blood flow pathway through the heart, you can answer all kinds of questions about um, a lot of different things like heart failure, for example, or valve disorders. So cardiac physiology, that blood flow pathway through the heart, I want you to review stroke volume, heart rate, cardiac output, those things as they relate to blood pressure. That's definitely going to come into play conceptually. Review renal physiology and how the renal system relates to hemodynamics, how it relates to fluid balance, infection, tissue perfusion. What does that have to do with urine output? So go back and review those things. Take a quick look at the tubules and how the electrolytes are balanced. And that's really going to come into play when you take pharmacology. Go back and review fluids, pressure gradients, fluid shifts, osmolarity, all of those things. Electrolytes and their key roles in the body, huge. You guys are going to notice right away that students obsess. And I get it. I get why they have to do this, but they will obsess on how to memorize the lab values and spend way less time studying why those electrolytes are important and the roles they play and what happens when they're too high or too low. And then when they go and they take an exam and it's asking about electrolyte imbalances and they realize they probably didn't need to spend so much time memorizing the levels as they needed to understand the concepts behind it. So go back and review that from anatomy and physiology. That will help you greatly understand how it applies to the nursing care of patients. If you learned dimensional analysis and chemistry, go back and review the fundamentals of that. You can use that as a way to do dosage calculations questions with 100% accuracy, no matter what kind of question it is. Looking at oxygenation, you learned that in anatomy and physiology, how the body maintains acid-base balance, that RAS, renin, angiotensin, aldosterone system, very important to understanding a lot of medications that affect blood pressure. And then the other one that I would recommend you review is the autonomic nervous system. And again, I go through a lot of these in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp because I do think that anatomy and physiology review is so, so important. So taking a look at your notes from AMP on those core topics will help you so much. Okay, the next thing that we're going to do before we start nursing school is we're really going to try to adopt a different mindset. So in your prerequisite courses, it was all about making those grades and securing that spot in a competitive nursing program. So a lot of you were competing basically against your classmates and 
always striving to be at the top of the class, get the highest grades, study for the HESI or the TEAS exam and get the highest scores on that. Like you were in competition with your peers. And that's a different mindset than the one I want you to have for nursing school. So now that you're in the program and you're going to be starting with a whole new cohort, I want you to set that competitive mindset aside and instead adopt an attitude of collaboration and teamwork. And the reason for this is because nurses do not work in isolation. We work together. And in order to have really good patient outcomes, we have to work as team members with other members, okay, other co-workers. And to be successful in nursing school, really hard to do if you're operating in a bubble. Much easier and much more enjoyable if you're all supporting and helping one another. So I don't want you to view your classmates as your competition. I want you to view them as your colleagues. So help each other, support each other. I promise that you will do better in school as a result. So if you're not sure about ways that you could collaborate with your nursing school classmates, you could form a small study group of maybe two to three other students and take turns teaching each other core concepts. This is an excellent, excellent way to learn material. If you can explain it simply to someone else, bam, you have got it down solid. You could also practice your lab skills with one another, especially if you guys are still working in online learning. So if you're listening to this podcast like five years from now and you're saying, what are you talking about? There was a huge pandemic and the world basically shut down and all of the nursing students were learning from home and doing lab skills online and it was crazy. So um, if you're back in lab, great. You're still going to help each other with your labs and practicing things like head-to-toe assessments. And if you can't meet in person, you can meet over... um, a video conference like Zoom and have your classmate observe you doing the skill and then give you critique, give you feedback, and you can help each other in that way. Another great tip, you guys, and this is probably one of the best things that I did in nursing school is we had a class that heavily relied on the on the textbook. And a lot of our exam questions came straight from that book, not so much from the lecture, but a lot from the book. And it was too much to read all of that. So about 12 of us got together, I think, and we divided up the chapters and each person had a chapter like for a week or whatever it was and it was their job to outline the chapter and write a really good comprehensive outline but it was still way shorter than reading the whole chapter so that's basically how I read my mental health nursing textbook is by reading the outlines of my classmates and then I did you know however many I had to do four or five of them Um, the chapters that I outlined I absolutely knew really really well and then just having that outline to read was so helpful it really really saved us a ton of time. So that's a great way to divvy up reading, especially if you've got a class that relies heavily on the book. We did that as well, I believe, for theory of nursing or history of nursing class, that kind of foundation class that goes into the history of nursing and the development of the profession. So that class also relied heavily on the textbook. 
If you guys lack motivation to study or do your schoolwork, you could set up a weekly study sesh where you're not necessarily quizzing each other or interacting with each other, but you're meeting online and it's as though you're sitting across the table from each other at the library. You're each doing your own thing, but you're holding each other accountable. Um, And again, once this pandemic thing gets under control and we're back to meeting in person, you could totally do that. Go to each other's home, go to the library, meet at the school, whatever, but have that accountability. And again, um, I cannot stress enough how taking time to teach each other concepts is really the best way to utilize a study group. I have a whole podcast episode about how study groups can be and usually are a huge waste of time. So I will link to that so that you guys can kind of see my advice and tips for having an effective study group. And the thing that I recommend the most is that you use it as a teaching group, not necessarily a study group. Okay, so those are my tips about that. And then the final thing that we're going to do as we get ready for nursing school is we're going to take some time to relax and renew. We don't talk about this enough, you guys, but it definitely bears talking about. Nursing school is going to challenge you in ways that you never thought possible. And it is not uncommon for students to experience severe burnout after even just one semester. So you absolutely must start your program fresh, rested, rejuvenated. So I want you to do as much stuff for you as you can right now. Sleep in as much as you can, okay? Read for pleasure. Spend time with your loved ones. Binge watch some Netflix. Um bake things, you know, do those things that make you happy, play video games, sew something like what are your hobbies, dive into them now because you might not get a lot of opportunity to explore and enjoy those things once school starts, you will if you plan well, you will have time for you, but you're not going to have as much time for you. And that's just one of the realities of it. So get it in now while you can fill up your cup, as we say, so that you have that reserve to drop on as the weeks, you know, they tend to get a little tough. You want to have some reserves in place. So again, if you really want to get prepared, if you really want to go step by step, have me guide you in how to get prepared for nursing school, then check out Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. It is open right now. It's on sale right now. I will link to that for you. You can go and check it out. And I just want to share with you what Tracy has to say. Tracy's a current student and she says, many times Nurse Mo's Bootcamp and supplemental notes helped me understand a topic better than my school. The walkthrough in dosage calculations was exactly what I needed to pass my exam with the required 100%. So it's students like Tracy that I am just so glad that I was able to help guide her through that. A lot of students don't realize that your dosage calculations exam typically requires 100% accuracy. And that's nerve wracking for a new student. And a lot of schools don't teach you how to do the dosage calculations. They just tell you figure this out, you're going to have a test next week. And you if you don't pass, you get another chance. And then if you don't pass that, 
see ya. So knowing how to approach those questions in a systematic way really helps Tracy and could also help you too. So go check out Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. It is currently on sale right now. And again, I will link to that in the show notes for you guys. So I will see you back here next week where I will share with you my best tips for how to prepare and review ahead of time for pharmacology, which is probably the class that most students struggle with. So I'll see you back here next week. And if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, if you do that, the episode will automatically be ready for you when you're ready to listen. See you then. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.